This is Ashley Fry, and we are kicking off the Syngap One Conference in 2022. We are going to cure Syngap One. Join us. Sydney Stolmashek, dear JR, thank you for being such a great encourager for all of the parents and for writing such a candid book that is your reflections of parenting your son so that we can learn from you when we parent our kids. My name is Heather Bench and my daughter's name is Michaela Bench. Dear Mike and his wife, I just want to say that I appreciate your heart that you put into the SRF organization and um, I know that takes time away from your family, from the bottom of my heart, from my family to yours, that I just want to say we appreciate it, we see you guys, and it doesn't go unnoticed. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Hope. What is the one piece of advice you would give a new SYNGAP family? Don't compare. Check your expectations frequently, but then don't compare with other people on your child's development and just look forward to what lies ahead. Tell me an aha moment in your SYNGAP journey. That would have to be when my daughter got diagnosed with Syngap because then all of the pieces started to fit and make sense and we didn't feel like we were just outsiders in another world. What is something that someone has done for you recently that helped you? When people notice my daughter, just in general, and they try to do something for her, and instead of just talking to me, that helps me because I feel like they see both of us and not just her as this different person that they don't understand. What would you tell your younger self before kids? That it was going to be hard, but like it's worth every moment. Um, Especially because I didn't know I would have a special needs child. And that has made life so much more rewarding than I ever thought possible. What's your name? Ashley Casper. Ashley, how old are you? 29. What does being at this SYNGAP conference mean to you? It helps me very lot because every time I have trouble with my speech or something, and it keeps like twisting words around, so this was important to me. I get my words mixed up. What's it been like to meet some of the other Syngap kids? Um, they're special and they're great. And I really love them. So it made it perfectly easy. What do you want to tell anyone in this room or your family thank you for? How they're special meant to me and everything I know of was great. Love it. What advice do you have for other Syngap parents? Any help with um, physical sports and other stuff with science and all that other stuff. 
And what's your favorite thing to do in the daytime? Sometimes watching TV, sometimes I play on my technology. I keep myself busy with that stuff in the morning and sleep all day. <laughs> lucky, lucky girl. Okay. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. What's your name? Kathy Casper. Kathy, in one word, what does the Syngap Conference mean to you? Knowledge. What's the one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? Not to give up, to be patient. It's hard. It's very hard. I know that, but you can do it. You can get through it. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your Syngap journey. Just finding out that was my aha moment. What's something that you're still working on that's hard for you? The behaviors. That's probably the hardest. Dear Mike and Ashley for getting this thing going. It's been amazing meeting all the people and and getting to see the, the different struggles of different people and hoping that I, I can help and I would have never had that opportunity otherwise. Tell me your name and your affiliation with Syngap. My name is Becky Sansbury and I am honored to be here as a speaker for the Family Connect, the Caregiver Connect on the second day of the Syngap, Syngap 1, uh, 22 conference. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? Hope. What is the one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? Reach out. Connect with this group. Connect with any other parents who are of like mind, and then find that person who is your safe space, your safe person, your place of refuge, who may or may not know anything about Syngap, but understands caring and nurture and you. Dear Mom, thank you for being the guiding star who said to me years ago, I don't care what your profession is, but do it well and do it in the service of others. And in that way, you have directed so many things in my life. The successes and failures, I have to take credit for the latter. But in all of it, to realize that that was not the end point. Your mantra was always, what's next? And as I get the privilege of being here for this conference and connecting with people new to me, but not new to my spirit, I realize that what next is about more than just places and experiences. It's about what flows through us, in us, and around us. And that in itself brings the best what next of life. Thank you, Mom. Dear Mike, thank you for trusting this total stranger. This stranger who came with the affidavit of guarantee from Effie, and probably Parvathy too, who just said, you need to talk to her. And you took their word, 
and you've given me a chance. You have greeted me with ideas and enthusiasm, with honest feedback of, yeah, I want more of that. No, I don't think that part's really going to fit. And thank you. You have connected me with valuable people from your organization. It's valuable in the traditional organizational sense because they know what to do, but valuable because they know how to share their heart and their experience with other Syngap families and with me. I see in them a reflection of what you have founded and instilled and inspired in this organization. The giving of self, the quest for ideas, the desire to have fun, and in all of that, always, 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 to lift the spirit, the mind, and the hearts of those who live with and live around Syngap One. Thanks, Mike, for inviting me to your family reunion. Tell me your name and your kiddo's name. My name is Corey Baisden. My daughter's name is Sailor Baisden. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Connection. What is one piece of advice you would give a new SYNGAP family? Lean in. Take it all in. Grieve, but get busy. Don't just sit back and wait for the world to do something for you. Take the initiative to be a part of the solution. Tell me an aha moment in your SYNGAP journey. I don't know if I really had an aha moment per se. When we got the diagnosis, it was so relieving to me to have an answer that I could focus in on because, I mean, thankfully, we weren't searching for long. I mean, she, we, she, we got the diagnosis at three years old, which was last year, the beginning of last year. And I had been searching because I'm that person. I'm the Googler and I'm going to try everything I could possibly think of to try to help the situation. So having something to narrow down on was my aha moment because I could then focus all of my attention to one thing rather than, oh, maybe this, oh, maybe this, oh, maybe this. And that's when I started working with Syngap Research Fund was I'm going to give every bit of effort I have to helping not just my kid, but hopefully if, if we can fix this, hopefully it fixes other kids too. You know, I mean, my daughter's legacy, I want it to be that she helped all these other kids because it's, it's tough. I mean, families have a hard time with neurotypical kids raising their children, let alone with all the different extras now on top. I'm not trying to change who she is. I just want to give her a chance so that when I'm not around, she can have the best life possible because I'm only gonna be around so long. That's my goal. What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Being in the world of people that don't understand. Because you can't always do things that you used to do. And it's not that people don't care. It's just they don't know. And I feel sometimes when we don't go to things or attend things that are, we used to do or friends and neighbors and 
they think you're just excluding yourself. And sometimes you're just not including yourself because you don't want to be put into a situation that you know is going to be awkward. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I think I'm pretty good at adapting to situations. I can change direction when I need to. And that's what I've kind of used to my advantage with with this. What is something that someone's done for you lately that helped? The dishes, folding laundry, just taking one thing off my list, no matter how small it is, something that I don't have to think about. What would you tell your younger self? I don't know, because I wouldn't change my path in any way. I feel like everything that's happened in the past has happened for a reason and has made me better. I mean, even my struggles, like things that have happened professionally, you know, changing direction and, and work and things. What was horrible back then now was my biggest pivot points in life. So I, I try to look at every negative situation as a way to grow and be a better person. I think life is, is about suffering and suffering makes you better. So almost the more suffering, the more opportunity. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you for being leaders that we can look up to and believing in all of us. Thank you for having the belief that you can let all of these parents chime in and have this awesome organization. It's hard to really put to words, but we are so very fortunate to have a group of families that are so close. And all of us have like amazing little abilities. It's, it's like little, oh, we've got a scientist here, a geneticist here, an advertising person here, a nurse over here. Every family member has something they can contribute in their own way to make our organization freaking awesome no matter how small it is, whether they're just they're just a stay-at-home mom, but they're the one that's there 24 hours a day, so they know all the little idiosyncrasies that are going on in their kid's life and can give that advice to another parent. So everybody has something to contribute, no matter how small or too big, and Mike that makes, a, makes us all feel important by letting everybody contribute what they're good at. all the parents that that help out because we really couldn't do it without each other and it it makes it exciting you know in this strange way this disease has has really made us all better and and given me friends that I never would have in a million years hung out with or known beforehand and now I'm so excited to learn everything every day and it's, it's been an awesome journey. In spite of all the terrible stuff that happens, it, it gives me purpose in life, and I'm very thankful for that. Tell me your name and the name of your kiddo. My name is Dan Robert, and um, my kid's name is Elsie. In one word, what does the Syngap Conference mean to you? Um, can I do two words? Sure. <laughs> um, one word would be hope. You know, just hearing uh, that people are working on 
therapies and, and, and you know how far things have come and uh, the direction uh, that, that things are, are, are headed towards. Um, and then the other thing is community, just being able to meet, uh, meet other families that are in the same boat as we are. What is one piece of advice that you'd give to a new Syngap family? I think, like, resetting your expectations, if that's the right way of putting it. You know, I, I think, you know, you have a picture of what things might look like or what you expect things to look like when you have your kids, especially with siblings, too. It just kind of really changes things a lot, and you have to kind of, you have to live things day by day, I think. I guess those are two bits of advice, day by day. Live day by day and reset your expectations, but they kind of go hand in hand, I think, too. Tell me an aha moment along your Syngap journey. So this is very specific to our situation with Elsie, but feeding has been a huge struggle. And I think when we decided to get a, a G-tube for her, that really was an aha moment in the sense that just how we, you know, we held off on it because it wasn't, that wasn't a situation or, or you know, something else. It's a surgery, right? It's not something you want to rush into and, oh yeah, let's just do this willy-nilly, right? So we took our time in getting to to that point, but yeah, just seeing the difference it made was was really big for her. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? I mean, still feeding. <laughs> like the G tube has made a huge difference. I mean, she's grown so much in, in so many ways because of the nutrition she's getting through her G tube. But it's still a challenge to try and you know get everything right with you know, feeding schedules and um, you know just making sure everything's going well for her in that sense. So. What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? You know, with our other daughter, just kind of, uh, you know, making sure that she's getting um, all of her attention and it feels feels loved and feels important. Um, and then in general, too, there's, like, the aspect of, you know, going places or, like, just everything being a little bit more complicated. Um, you know, we go up and visit my family, and, like, you know, people go, oh, let's do this, let's do this, and it's like, things just take a little bit more time and sometimes it doesn't happen at all because you know like maybe uh, Elsie's not feeling well or she you know just having some you know issues getting out the door it's, things are a, a little more complicated than than a normal scenario so I would say you know those two things are the biggest what is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of I'm not sure if I'm proud of this but I I think I'm I realized how much more anal retentive I am but like you know, I guess on a good note of that, I, I've been, you know, with her feedings, with like her schedules, with all the things that we have to kind of manage with around that with her G-tube and with all the extra things we have to do, I feel like that's been pretty good and like it's helped me kind of put, put, put things together really well and just being on top of all of it and making sure it goes right. But I think with her, I'm probably more anal retentive than I am with anything else. What is something that someone else has done for you recently that helped? family and um, you know we live close to my wife's parents and so you know having them close by being able to help and like watch the girls and you know so that we can either go out on like a date night or uh, come here that's really been like really critical and just our sanity I think. What would you tell your younger self before kids? You know kids are great it's, it's you know it's so fun it's also really hard. Dear Mike and Ashley, uh, thank you for putting together uh, this organization, this conference, and for every all, all your energy that you put into this. Um, and dear like scientists, doctors, researchers, folks that are you know working towards 
developing treatments and a cure. Um, it just kind of gives hope and, uh, you know, please keep, keep, keep it up. <laughs> Tell me your name and the name of your kiddo. I'm Jennifer Robert, and my daughter is Elsie, and she is four. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Hope. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to a new SYNGAP family? I think the first piece of advice would be take time to grieve. Just take your time. Be sad. There's a lot of ups and downs in the beginning, and there's a lot to adjust to. I think... The second piece of advice, which is just as important in my opinion, is get involved. Finding Syngap Research Fund has had the biggest impact in our journey. Honestly, it's going to make me cry. Find the community, join all the Facebook groups, reach out to other parents. That has been really what has sustained us, I think, in our emotional journey, just getting through it, knowing that we're not alone. What's something that you're still working on that's hard for you? I think adjusting to change today could be very different than yesterday. What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Our biggest challenge, I think, is our other daughter having to live life with a special needs sibling. It's really challenging and it's challenging for my husband and I to um, make sure that she knows that she is just as loved and um, given the attention that she deserves and needs because Elsie is, um, she needs a lot of care and a lot of attention. And we talk about SYNGAP all the time and our world is just SYNGAP, you know? Um, and just um, making sure that she has the support that she needs, um, I think is a big challenge for us. What is something about yourself that you've discovered that you're proud of? That I can do hard things. That's been a lifelong journey just learning anyway but Dan and I never you know we never dreamed that we would be here and and so I think just realizing that we can do this we can get through it it's hour by hour you know day by day but we can do this what would you tell your younger self before kids things just don't turn out the way you expect you know our world was turned upside down and to just be flexible allow yourself to adapt and change and learn and grow through it. Just creating Syngap Research Fund. We, none of us would be here together without either of you. Um, thank you for your generosity with um, time financially and um, for creating this amazing community. We just couldn't do this life without you. Okay, what's your name and the kiddo you're representing? My name is Ed Gabler. I am grandparent, Baba, to Cole, Ferris. In one word, what does it mean to be at the Syngap Conference? I would say optimism. Mike uh, just had a podcast recently talked about impatient optimism. And I think when you walk around and see all the smiles on everybody's faces and the presentations so far and what we're expecting, optimism is the word of the day. What is one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? Connect and grow. Connect to those that are suffering from what you're going through, who have lived it, who have experienced it, and who can help you through it, and grow your community. Your community can be friends, it can be family, it can be 
relatives, it can be teachers, just grow and keep growing because the more people you have, the better chance you have of not burning out because if you try to do this on your own, you will not succeed nearly as much as if you grow that uh, community. Tell me an aha moment in your Syngap journey. I see aha moments almost daily because this little guy who's only about five years old, you can see his brain working. You can see him studying what other people are doing when you try one of the various types of locks to keep him from opening a door so that he doesn't go outside, he's watching you. He's watching you close that lock. He's watching you push the numbers. He's watching your thumbprint on the, on the handle. He is, his brain is working. There's something back there that just needs medication or something to unlock it so that he can learn more. What's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? My biggest challenge as a grandparent is accepting that he doesn't know who I am when I'm out of the room. If I'm gone, you know, if, if I'm away and he's there, um, he, I don't know that he can think about me. You know, my other grandchildren can. And that's something that I have to deal with because it's just part of his uh, DNA right now. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? Probably just continuing the teaching. Um, it took me over a year to get him to hold a banana. But I kept working on it, and about a year ago, he did it. He took it from my hand, he put the banana in his mouth, he took a bite, and he handed it back to me. And I screamed. I was just, and, and every time, you know, he does that, uh, I still think of that one moment. And so I keep working on that and I keep trying to introduce new things that he can accomplish and uh, a little bit of self-sufficiency or at least, at least a little bit more than yesterday. If you could tell your younger self something, what would it be? My younger self? <laughs> um, how young? I mean, I'm old. <laughs> So how young do you want to go? How about before, before grandkids? Before grandkids. Um, I would tell myself, just make sure you enjoy every moment. Every moment. Take advantage of it. You know, you know, I'm older, I get tired, but I try to make time when I can or when they ask for something because I want to soak up every single moment with them. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you for creating SynGap Research Fund. Um, it has been a joy to uh, volunteer for the organization, to listen to podcasts, to meet all the people online and now some of them in person. And thank you to Jessica and Tom Fairs, my daughter and son-in-law for including us in your life and allowing us to uh, get to know your kids as much as you have and as much as we do and be a part of their lives every day.
Okay. Can you say your name? Ashley Fry. Your little kiddo's name? Nathan Fry. I know we're not too far into the SynGap conference so far, but what does this conference mean to you being here? This is probably the most SynGap families that any of us have ever been around, period. And it is so heartwarming to experience each other face-to-face since the last couple of years, most of us have been virtual. And to really get to meet people and like hug and high five our kids, it's really powerful and very encouraging and rejuvenates me to want to work faster for our children. What is one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? Allow yourself as much time as you need to grieve because grieving the life that you expected for your child is an important aspect for you to be able to fully care for them and how their life looks now. Have you had an aha moment so far in your SynGap journey? Every day. (laughs) (laughs) There's not one particularly. I think it's like the small moments when you realize, oh, that worked. And then also understanding it might not work tomorrow and that's okay. And just learning to adjust and adapt without wondering why or how the next thing is coming at you. You just, you have to just go with it and adapt. What is something you're still working on that's hard for you? Maybe one of your biggest challenges as a Syngap family. Acceptance and inclusion in public schools trying to incorporate all of what Nathan needs into his daily life. The biggest thing for for us right now, his medical needs are not so severe that he can't be in a public school, but the environment has to be welcoming and safe enough for him to flourish. And one of his strengths is his social uh, capabilities. And the more he's around children his age or his like age, the better and the better able he'll be to be incorporated into the community, the public community, not just the Syngap community later in life is just so valuable. And I'm not having any more kids, so I cannot provide a community of little children for him to be around. So for us to keep him in a public school setting for as long as possible, that's my, that's my number one goal. Dear Sydney, you are the most wonderful, amazing, strong women I have ever met in my entire life. And your courage and tenacity encourages me every single day. Thank you. What's your name and your kiddo's name? Uh, Kevin Fry. Nathan is our Syngap and he's five. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? Community. What's the one piece of advice that you would give a new Syngap family? Get involved. Um, You know, there's so much connection that comes from all these families and and so much hope that comes from learning from others. You just need to be involved as much as you can. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your Syngap journey. So for me, the aha moment was when we had a diagnosis. And, you know, in the first 30 minutes of Googling what is Syngap and and finding SRF and moving very quickly into here's what the research says, here's what the 
long-term prognosis is. You know, it really changed for me how I thought about Nathan um, in a lot of positive ways. And it also, you know, started getting us more prepared as a family for what the long-term is. So that was the aha for us. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? Yeah, I think the the hardest thing is probably just the unknown. You know, I've been lucky to visit a lot of other Syngap families, which I don't think a lot of us have done yet. And everybody's so different, even though we have so much commonality with the symptoms. And, you know, to think about what the future might hold, it, it's very varied and it's it's hard to... Yeah, you know, with any kid, you want to know what the future is going to be. But with these kids in particular, it's it's more meaningful to think about that, and it's hard. So, uh, what's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? We we're doing great in a lot of ways. We're we're really happy. I think that Syngap um, and the limitations that Nathan has have really, you know, we, we were much slower to emerge from COVID than many of our friends, mostly because he's so much easier to deal with in these familiar environments like the house um, or our neighborhood. And so getting out and about and exposing him to the world is, is a, you know, every time you go, you, you just gotta buckle up and be ready. And um, it's harder than it used to be. We were very social in the past and we're much less so now. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Patience. Yeah, I've, I've never been great with patience, but with Nathan, I tend to have a lot more than I thought I did have. What is something that someone has done for you recently that helped? Well, right now, the boys both, Nathan and his brother, are with grandparents and are giving us um, five days of time in Nashville away. And so we really love our grandparents and, and family members who step up to help. It's amazing. What would you tell your younger self before kids? Oh, man. Kids are great. Um, I always wanted kids. I really did. You know, we had our oldest, and he was um, a joy. And we had a ne- uh, Nathan 16 months later. You know, we were in a hurry because it was so fun. And I think, um, you know, as difficult as Nathan is, we're still having a good time. Dear SRF community, thank you all for being engaged and willing to step up to host a conference like the one we're all at right now and to, to be available as a resource to all of us as families. I just I think all of us deserve a pat on the back because every day is hard and it's great that we can stay connected as well as we are. So thanks. What's your name and the name of your kiddo? I'm Jess Fairs, and Cole is my son. In one word, what does the SynGap Conference mean to you? Um, support. <laughs> I think it's, you know, you have all these people who are scattered across the country, across the world, and getting to be able to see everybody and, you know, shake their hand or hug them or even just watch them across the table <laughs> and talk to them instead of on a screen. It just shows, you know how much support is really out there and in person is always better than through a screen or through a phone or you know text message can only go so far what is one piece of advice you'd give a new syngap family i would say to involve as many people in your life as you can especially personally 
What's an aha moment you've had along your Syngap journey? I don't feel like it's an aha kind of thing. It feels like one day to the next, like all of a sudden you look back and you're like, wait, actually we're doing this and I don't cry every day. And we figured out how to keep him from, you know, escaping and everything, but it wasn't overnight. What is something that you're working on that's still hard for you? I would say balancing my typical kids and, you know, the things you want to do as a typical family versus what we can do or how we can do it. It's a work in progress. I've got two other kids and they're young, you know, they're uh, two and seven and they they want the things. They want to go see Santa. They want to go get a Christmas tree. They want to do these things. And that's not always something that Cole can do. The dream you have when you think about your kids, you're doing these things and all your families together and doing them. And a lot of the time we choose to bring Cole if we can, but some of the times we can't. And so he stays home. And you know what? It, it's still a work in progress on me getting over that because he doesn't want to be there. It's not something that's fun for him. It's it's honestly something that's not fun for him. So me forcing him is worse. Although it's still hard for me to get over the whole concept of, I want all my kids to be visiting Santa. So that's definitely something that I don't know if I'll ever get over, but it's gonna be consistently worked on. So. What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Okay, so see my previous answer. I mean, that, you know, incorporating everybody and having the, quote, normal things that you go through, the adaptations, everything has to be adapted. If, we, if we're going on a walk, we have to bring a stroller or a wagon. We have to make sure we remember headphones. We have to make sure that the tablet's charged. He's got three iPads because if he breaks one, we need a backup. And if that one's not charged, we need a backup for the backup. We have probably 10 different types of locks on different kinds of doors in our house. Whenever we have somebody new over, I'm like, okay, if you have to go to the bathroom, this is how you open the light switch. This is how you close the door. This is how you do the toilet. When you're done, you have to relock everything. <laughs> and, it, and it's ever changing. He figures out the locks. He figures out, you know, how to break the iPad. He figures out how to get out of the stroller, like whatever it is. So I think that's one of the most difficult things is having to adapt your whole life. Things you don't even think about. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I mean, I'm a normal person, right? You you don't get these kids because you're extra special. <laughs> but I feel like I'm pretty special now. I mean, I'm pretty proud that we've got three kids and we're we're going strong. He's happy. The other kids are happy. We're making it work. Just the fact that, you know, you're doing it. You, you just... You're doing it, and that's something to be proud of. What is something that someone's done for you recently that helped? Well, I mean, my parents are amazing. They come all the time. Um, We have scheduled days that they are there that I expect them, so I can schedule, you know, if I have to go to the dentist or whatever. I mean, just right now, my mom is home watching all three of my kids while my husband works, and my dad is here with me making an eight-hour drive so that we can, you know support each other and learn more. And I think that is amazing. What would you tell your younger self? It's okay to not be okay when you don't get what you're expecting. I think I feel guilty 
or I felt guilty. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty over it now, but I felt guilty for grieving, I guess, when, you know, we don't have a normal life <laughs> and it hits you at the weirdest times, right? That Cole's not normal. He's not going to enjoy sleepovers. He's not going to want to go see Santa or whatever. And that, that's okay. It's okay to be sad about that, I feel like, right? So, but I felt bad about that for a long time that, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't love him. It just means, <laughs> just wasn't what you're expecting. But you don't always get that, and that's okay. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you so much for putting this conference together. I'm so glad we can come and so many people turned out. You guys should be super proud of yourselves. This is amazing. Um, and so far it's going off without a hitch, so good job there. Dear Syngap Research Fund, thank you. It's great to have people even not in person to feel like they know what's going on with you and they feel your pain. You can ask questions and emotionally, financially, medically, all kinds of support is coming in. And without the organization, I don't feel like that would be as apparent, just able to find. And thanks to my parents, of course, because they're amazing. And we definitely, definitely would not be where we were without them. Tell me your name and your kiddo's name. Julie Miles, and my son is Miller, and he is seven. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Family. What is the one piece of advice that you would give a new SYNGAP family? To give yourself time to process um, the news that you just received. And just to know that it's okay to not be okay and to allow yourself just the time to, to grieve. That some days will be really good and some days will be really bad and that's okay. And if that takes stepping away, um, getting off of Facebook, just give yourself that time to really just process. Um, what is an aha moment you've had in your SYNGAP journey? I'm sure it's been said before, but definitely that we're not alone. That at any given moment, really even at three o'clock in the morning, if there's a question or a concern or just a great moment, is that someone's gonna respond, that we have such a huge community of support and that I think it was just, just this community when I finally realized, wow, I'm not alone. This community is amazing. And my husband and I don't have to walk this new journey, this new season alone. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? Probably healthy ways of grieving. It's been two years, but I still feel like there's those moments where I'm not really sure like how to grieve healthy in a healthy way. I tend to isolate. And now that we have our community, our Sangat community, I tend to just not be as honest with myself about how I'm really feeling. Just not being honest with myself and my feelings and sharing um, how 
Miller having a really bad day at school or Miller's behavior or feeling overstimulated and just how that makes me feel. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? That I have a voice outside of our community um, with raising awareness. We recently did a golf tournament. We raised a lot of money and majority of it came from people who don't know us, know nothing about Syngap, but heard a little bit of our story or saw us on the news, saw it on Facebook and wanted to learn more and wanted to be a part of something. And I would have, a couple years ago, I would have never ventured out and done something like that. So just to put it out there, we're gonna have this little golf tournament. It made a really big impact in our community and it was so amazing. What would you tell your younger self before your kids? That I don't have all the answers and I'm not going to have all the answers. And it takes time almost to just wait, to, to be, be patient and where you are in life instead of trying to rush through because what is happening now has really caused us to slow down. We have to. Miller doesn't do very well on a fast-paced, crazy, wild schedule like I'm accustomed to and like. So we really had to slow down um, and wait. And we're still continuing to wait. But there's so much joy in that. What is something someone has done for you lately that's really helped? Honestly, I think preparing for the conference, um, preparing to speak at the conference about our journey and about um, reality of raising a child with special needs has caused me to have a lot of quiet time with myself because I've had to, I've had to stop, take some minutes. And like I said, while I go about being honest with my feelings and how this last two years have really, truly affected me in the really good ways and the really, really bad ways. Um, and the change that I've seen in myself. So just thankful for those who've given me the opportunity to share a little bit of our story it has actually really helped me. I hope I can help others through it, but it's helped me also with the grief, with grieving. Dear Mike and the SRF family, thank you guys for putting your entire world into finding a treatment for our kids. You've really given all of us just real hope at a better future for our kids. When we got this diagnosis, we felt empty, alone, scared, frustrated, mad, and just so sad. But now we have hope and it, and it feels real. It, it feels like 
there is something big coming and it's because of you guys. It's because you had this idea and here we are, 100 plus of us together and I would have never imagined that we would have this. I couldn't have imagined that we would have this, but you did, Mike and Ashley. Um, and now look where we are, and it's amazing. And uh, your leadership team, we're just so thankful for you guys and your dream. Tell me your name and the name of your kid. Uh, my name is Kathy Langan, and my son is Charlie. In one word, what does the Send Gap Conference mean to you? Hope. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to a new Send Gap family? You'll get through it. Uh, tell me an aha moment you've had in your Send Gap journey. When I realized that Charlie couldn't be, he couldn't be home anymore, and I had to find a place for him, and there were no places near where I lived. And as sad as I was, I realized I was stronger than I was and that I was determined to figure it out. And in doing that, I was able to find something completely different and it made Charlie a much better person. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? His transition to adulthood. I have the same issues as I look for a new place for him in adulthood. However, I have knowledge now of what setting and supports he needs to be the best version of himself. What's been your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Support for him when he comes home for his program. Finding where Charlie belongs, I think, is probably the better answer. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I'm way stronger than I thought I was. <laughs> what would you tell your younger self before kids? Don't worry so much. You're gonna be a great mom. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you for, thank you for this community and for creating an opportunity for hope and growth and support that I did not know existed. Um, dear Nancy, for really helping me the last year and change both with personal issues regarding Charlie, um, as well as becoming a dear friend. Dear Sandy, for taking me under her wing um, and being a great friend and mentor being part of this in being part of this group dear Lauren thank you for all your hard work you really are the backbone of everything that that we were doing this weekend and just cannot be more appreciative of all your hard work and you have the most wonderful smile and laugh I've ever seen.
What's your name and your kiddo's name? I'm Callie Worth, and my daughter is Kai Heinenberg. In one word, what does it mean to be at the Syngap Conference? Hope for me. What is one piece of advice that you would give a new Syngap family? Um, lean on this community. Um, reach out. Don't. This is already um, a life of isolation. Um, so once you have that diagnosis, find a friend. Um, people in this community are really available. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Mm, this sounds really canned, but resilience. You think maybe your kiddo's going to grow out of some of their symptoms, and then you get a diagnosis that's genetic, and you know, no, they're not going to grow out of that. So knowing that this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. What is something that someone has done for you that really helped? I think a couple of things. Friends being a sounding board without offering advice, um, because sometimes that advice is can be more harmful than good if you're um, outside the rare disease community. Um, so just allowing um, or being allowed to express yourself without that dialogue necessarily. Support. Uh, whether, whether that's your spouse or a family member or somebody else, but just someone allowing you to tap out for a minute. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your Sydney Up journey. It's okay to take a break. She's going to be doing these the rest of her life. Um, even if that break is for her or if that break is for your family, that's okay. That is actually a massive piece of insight that you can, it can be lost on you that you know, the grind. We gotta, we gotta keep on keeping on with the therapies, but that's... What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? Confidence, probably. That my experience is valuable to share in this community. Um, What has been your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Has and is behavior for us. Um, it's back to that isolation piece. It can be incredibly isolating to not be able to go places um, because of challenging behavior or to not share um, what our home life looks like because it's, it can be scary sometimes with behavior. It's really hard. I would just say, uh, dear Mike and Ashley, thanks for all you do for this community, um, bringing us together, um, creating uh, something that I didn't 
of course didn't know existed. Um, I just feel so grateful to be here um, and be with all of this whole group. What's your name and your child's name? Uh, my name is Lathan Williams and my daughter is Maricela Williams. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Um, answers and getting to know more parents. What is one piece of advice you would give a new SYNGAP family? Just to be patient with the kid and with the doctor since it's so new. Tell me an aha moment you've had so far in your SYNGAP journey. We've kind of found out the last couple months that if we just let her play in the front room, she's one to play by herself. So we let her down, she plays, she watches the TV, and we don't have to constantly be right there with her even though she's having seizures. When she, we found out she was epileptic, two, we was constantly wanting somebody to be with her because we didn't know, but we found out now we don't have to be with her 24-7. We can let her play kind of like a normal child would. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Learning how to work more with her. And in an overall sense, not even with Syngap, is learning how to take care of girls because my entire household is girls now. <laughs> we have no boys in our household, even including animals. You're a lone soldier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? I'm still kind of learning how to, my wife's a lot better at it than me, but taking care of her with having the disability, reading her emotion swings and actually doing her hair, learning just even just simple stuff, learning how to deal with her different than my older daughter who doesn't have Syngap. You can't explain something to her. So that's kind of hard for me is Learning how to read her more, I guess I should say. Mm -hmm. Dear Brooke Williams, which is my wife, um, I would say thanks. She stays home with the kids. She's constantly upset saying because she doesn't, can't help with the money income and everything else, but, and upset that I'm out working all the time, but she stays home with the kids and takes care of them and I couldn't do it. I mean, I couldn't do it without her. She's. She's the rock to the family. She takes care of everything. She knows the medicine. She knows the routines. She gets everybody ready. She, everything. I mean, all I have to do is take care of myself and work. And she acts like I do so much when I do a quarter of the work for the family. In all honesty. What's your name and your affiliation to Syngap? Lauren Kessler, and I'm a Syngap niece. In one word, what does it mean to be at the Syngap Conference? Innovative. What is the one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? I would say to do as much research and to talk to as many people as you can. What is something that you're working on that's still hard for you? Being as supportive as I can for my family. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I'm proud of how much time I've spent on aligning my future with the goals of SRF. 
Well, dear Mike and Ashley, thank you so much for doing everything that you do um, and making SRF really the most outstanding organization it can be. What's your name and your affiliation to SINGAP? My name is Nancy Kessler, and I have a sister who has SINGAP1. I'm also a director for the SINGAP Research Fund. In one word, what does the SINGAP conference mean to you? Family. What is the one piece of advice that you would give to a new SINGAP family? Embrace yourselves with the community because it's just really great and you should not be alone. Tell me an aha moment in your SINGAP journey. When Jess contacted me and told me that Karen was the oldest, I couldn't believe it. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? Managing all of Karen's medical appointments. What has been your biggest challenge as a new Syngap family? My biggest challenge has been my frustration spreading awareness to people who don't know about it. I want others to embrace everything the way that I do. And when they don't, I am frustrated because I want people sometimes to see things the way I see things, which I do understand when they don't, but it, it can be frustrating at times, but I, I do understand it too. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? When Karen was diagnosed, my life changed. I never knew that I was going to take this curve and that I was going to become such an advocate for the Syngap Research Fund. I retired shortly before this her diagnosis. Who thought I was going to uh, have a gala? <laughs> I so so far we've had two galas, and I would stand in front of all these people talking and raising funds and being a fundraiser. I never thought in my wildest dreams I would ever do anything like this, raising awareness and. Just having something, a, a cause, and being able to give back, and that Karen's life would make such a difference in the life of others. I never thought this would happen. What is something that someone's done for you recently that helped? I had a friend who jumped in to help me out, and she helped me, and also my daughter helped me through the gala, and Without them, I would not have been able to do what I had done. And the volunteering and the selflessness was just amazing. People really just jumping in and helping out just warmed my heart. What is something that you would tell your younger self? Believe in yourself. Do what you know is the right thing to do. Don't worry about what others think of you. You do what's right for those that you love. Keep walking forward, don't look back. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have touched our lives. You've brought Karen to this world in a light where others know her. And Karen is making a difference in helping others, and it means so much to me, to my family, and 
you have brought this community together and it's so special. Thank you so much. What's your name and your kiddo's name? My name's Lauren Perry and my son's name is William. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Knowledge. What is one piece of advice that you'd give a new SYNGAP family? I would tell them it's like a long journey. It gets better as time goes on, actually, and you'd be surprised how much easier it gets and to hang in there. What is an aha moment you've had through your SYNGAP journey? <laughs> when Will was little, you know, I thought it was just autism. We thought it was something small, not small, not the autism small, but something different than it was. And when we found out exactly what it was, it was a whole new world opened and meeting other people who had, were, who had kids just like him was a big deal. What's something that you're working on that's still hard for you? I think really um, like his future. I'm really worried about his future and where he's going to be when he's an adult. What is the biggest challenge as a Syngap family? I feel like we don't fit into society as well as we want to. I have an older son who misses out on a lot of things like family style. Um, it's usually one parent or the other out there. We don't really get to do a lot of stuff together because one of us is always with our other, with Will. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I think I'm a way more accepting person of like differences and things that I didn't know about or didn't really understand when I was younger and that the world is not like perfect. None of us are perfect really and we all have something we're struggling with and it's good for me to know that because when I was younger I don't think I realized I was just kind of selfish like I've become less selfish a lot less selfish. What is something that someone has done for you recently that helped? Our community here I mean since I work for SRF I I'm with everybody a lot, but having another, even one other mom who understands what's going on is a huge difference. Just checking in on me, and this has been really like a stressful kind of time right now, so having somebody just check in on me is like a huge thing. I'm not used to that at all, because I'm a single mom. I don't know, it's just sort of me all the time, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, and it's really nice when somebody else checks on you once in a while. What would you tell your younger self before kids? You cannot prepare for everything. I sort of thought I was super prepared to have kids. Like I waited a while and and it sort of didn't matter. I was always worried something was going to go wrong for some reason. I just did. And I think, but I couldn't prepare. Like no matter how hard I tried, I lost a baby before I had Will. And I think I thought I did something wrong there. And it was almost like, it doesn't matter. It's just going to happen. What happens happens. We can't really, it was nothing I did. There's nothing you're going to do that's going to affect, you know, the outcome, I guess. You can try to be healthy, but you just never know, I guess. Dear Mike and Ashley, you guys have done so much for our community that I don't think anybody could have ever done, and it's gone so fast. It's been five years, but it feels like it's been, I don't know, a flash of time. And everything you've done for us is huge. And I don't think we'd be here without you. We're just so lucky to have you. I love the opportunity I was given to work for SRF and meet all the people. And um, like really feel like we're making a difference in lives. And we really are. I know we are. What's your name and your daughter's name? My name is Martha Lewis. I'm from Wagamakuk, Nova Scotia. 
Cape Breton, Canada. And, and I have a daughter named Annie Peck. She has Syngap-1 syndrome. She was just diagnosed four years ago. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? The Syngap conference means a lot to me. I traveled far just to get here, and I find meeting a lot of families that are related to my daughter, like Syngap, and I find it very interesting, and I'm so happy about it to be here. What is one piece of advice that you would tell a new Syngap family? I would just tell them not to give up and keep caring for their child. Tell me an aha moment in your Syngap journey. At first, it was difficult. I was sad before she was diagnosed. And I went through a lot, but my sister supported me because she has a disabled son. And she supported me throughout the years, even today. And I find like I'm getting stronger each day and I care a lot for Annie over the years even through hard times and I just tell people don't give up and just stay strong. What's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? The biggest challenge I have today is for Annie needing a home, uh, just one floor level home. I, I live in a split entry and I find it's kind of dangerous for Annie like to wheel around, walk around, and the stair steps are dangerous. And I hope someday, like, she'll have a wheelchair accessible home, just one floor level, and more bigger room for her, because she shares a room with her sister, and that's difficult. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Well, I'm proud to be a caregiver for Annie, and it's, hard work and I never thought I would go through with it in my life but it's I find it it's fun and I'm like it's I learn a lot from her what is something that someone's done for you recently that helped my sister helps me a lot there like there might like I'm proud to meet him like <laughs> online and other families and people that like support supported me ever since like Addie had seen gap one I find it's like my family and like the sing gap one family and the people and I feel comfortable with it so back home I feel alone and there's nobody like that even knows sing gap one or anything like that what is your name and the name of your kiddo my name is Nicole Getbyhead, and my son is Jackson Getbyhead. In one word, what does the Syngap Conference mean to you? Hope. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a new Syngap family? Don't give up looking for answers and treatments that are available for our kids. Tell me an aha moment in your Syngap journey. When we finally were diagnosed after six long years of going to so many different specialists that kept saying it was just autism. Um, so when we got diagnosed with Syngap and the seizures, it was, 
aha, everything that my God-given intuition told me about my son um, was always true. And the doctors that just were the naysayers of, you know, it it's just autism. It, you don't know where autism comes from. Um, they didn't look hard enough, but I wasn't going to stop looking. What is something that you're working on that's still hard for you? Behaviors and seizure control. Um, I think a lot of times we don't talk enough about the change from when your child is still considered a toddler or a baby to now a little boy that you can't carry around easily. He can't fit in a grocery cart anymore. Um, you can't pick him up when we're having problems. It's not quite as easy when they get a little bit bigger. What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? I think going out into the community of other people. Um, I think it's opened our eyes that a lot of people aren't as forgiving or understanding. So when you go to the grocery store and there's an inappropriate behavior, you get looks or scowls. Or if your child touches someone inappropriately at the park, you know, instead of compassion and understanding, you are apologizing a lot to other people so that they will accept your child. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Probably there's more determination than I thought that I could ever have. Take one day at a time and always keep going. There are some days that I don't look forward to tomorrow, but I know I have to get up and do it again because my children depend on me. What is something that someone has done for you recently that helped? I would say definitely the friendship from Suzanne and Mike of people that you have a question or, you know, you can't just go to your doctor. You can't just call up a friend and ask. So having um, their friendship, but also their more years of experience dealing with Syngap to just have other people to rely on. What is something you tell your younger self before kids? I think that I was very young when I had Jackson. I was 24. I was just completely oblivious to all the different disabilities that are out there. So I think that having kids and advocating and doing what you can for them, I think it's something that my younger self never even imagined could have existed. I think when you give birth, you're so thankful this baby has 10 fingers and 10 toes and just looks absolutely perfect. You really don't know that there is underlying neurological disorder just brewing in there that you have no idea about for two years or more. Dear my family, I would like to really thank um, our families for always being there for us and also Jackson. You know, we have a lot of support from 
my in-laws and from both my mother and my grandmother of people who watch Jackson and help us with him because as we know, regular caregivers usually don't last very long. Thank the Syngap community for bringing us all together and giving us hope that there will be a treatment or there will be something that can help improve the lives of our children. And then most of all, I thank the researchers who are choosing Syngap 1 is what they are focusing their energy and their efforts on. What is your name and your kiddo's name? Uh, my name is Reta and my daughter's name is Ilona. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? Coming back to my people. What's the one piece of advice that you'd give a new Syngap family? Be patient, give it time, stay mature. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your Syngap journey. Well, for many years after the diagnosis, I didn't know anybody. We were one in the first research uh, where uh, Syngap was discovered in people. The aha moment was probably realizing that there is interest in researching Syngap. What's something that you're still working on that's hard for you? I'm working on so many things. What is hard is probably thinking about the future. My daughter's 15, the 21 is the big uh, deadline for school ending, so what's going to happen after? How does my uh, body survive taking care of her for how long? And can I live somehow one day longer than her? What is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Probably the peer support is not really in the day-to-day -day life, uh, the exact peer. Um, and um, balancing um, having a um, normal family life and at the same time taking care of all the needs. Physical challenges too, like how I think lately, especially my daughter is getting very big, well, almost as tall as me. The big challenge is how do I um, keep teaching her with her developmental level, but at the same time uh, be able to manage her physically when things go wrong. What is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Well, I'm a, an immigrant mom. I'm quite alone <laughs> in my day-to-day -day with this, so I'm proud of um, being able to reach out to other parents like me and um, being able to at least a little bit be part of the Syngap community international. What is something that someone's done for you recently that helped you? I spoke uh, just a little while ago with uh, Nancy, uh, Karen's sister, um, one of the Syngap siblings. And uh, she gave me uh, very good advice how to support my uh, other child who's a Syngap sibling. What did she say? She kind of said that things will come naturally and um, I don't need to force it. I think she just reinforced that our kids are what they are and uh, not to worry too much about it. What would you tell your younger self before kids? Have no expectations. You get what you get. 
I'm just saying to have nothing. You don't know what you're going to get and it's going to be perfect and uh, don't worry about it. I mean, you're going to be anyway. It's the best decision is to have a child if it's your decision. And uh, if it's not your decision, that's fine too. Dear Mike, thank you for having the passion uh, and the ability and the openness to really um, push our community to this level. Um, I could have never imagined that happening and I am beyond grateful. Dear Lauren, I think we are sisters from different mothers. Just thank you for uh, being you. And uh, maybe third one, dear Danielle. Danielle is somebody I met in the long time ago. One of the first uh, Syngab moms I met and we've done a couple of conferences together. And uh, I really appreciate the pure joy she brings every time we see. What's your name? Stephanie Decker. What's your kiddo's name? Sadie. In one word, what does the Syngap Conference mean to you? I would say empowerment. What's the one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? I would say just to take it one day at a time. What's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Um, I think one of our biggest challenges is just feeling alone and not having anybody in our outside world really understand what we're going through. What is something that you're working on that's still hard for you? I am still working personally on my journey of grief um, for the life that I thought my daughter was going to have but also like the life I thought I was going to have and her siblings were going to have. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? I feel like this has really given me purpose in my life. So I'm a very goal-driven person and I've kind of got to that point where I've accomplished all the things. And so as working on my journey of grief, I really feel like this was placed in my life for a reason. And now she and Syngap, they are my purpose. Dear Jen and Julie and Mike and Dan and Sandy um, and Corey, I just want to say thank you all for just bringing me right into this family. I didn't know you, but I feel like I have known you my whole life and upon meeting you all in uh, South Carolina at the scramble, I immediately felt a part of this family and a huge relief. Tell me your name and your kiddo's name. I'm Summer Slat and my son is Riker. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? Hope. What is one piece of advice that you would give another Syngap family who was just diagnosed? Connect with the Syngap community. Latch on to the people that have been before you um, on your grieving, on um, this path to a cure, but just latch on hard to the families that are already diagnosed. Tell me an aha moment in your Syngap journey. 
My aha moment for me has always been, it came to me of like, follow your gut. I've never been, um, my gut is what led me to finding Riker's diagnosis. I started a special needs support group in Missoula where we live um, because there just wasn't one for parents. And I tell parents all the time, like if your gut is telling you something, it is probably true. Because for me, my gut has never steered me wrong with Riker. Like to even to the point where I tell my husband, like he's getting sick. And he's like, seriously, Summer? Like, I'm like, no, and then he gets sick. So it's um, my gut. What is something that you're still working on that's hard for you? The behaviors with our son. There's days where I'm like, okay, I this is him, this is how it's gonna be. And then and then I struggle again when we have like, like another meltdown. Like there's times where I feel like I can manage it and there's other times that I feel like, how am I gonna do this for the rest of my life? I still struggle with the behaviors on how to manage that. What's your biggest challenge as a SYNGAP family? The behaviors. <laughs> um, it limits what we can do as a family. We're always separated. My husband's really good at making me have time with him and our two other boys, so I never want our two other boys to resent their little brother, that they couldn't do something because of him. So. You know, we do camping, we ski with them, we do a lot of, you know, their sports, but Riker can't ever attend those because the sounds, we just, it's not a a controlled environment that we can manage, and so we don't know what's going to set him off. Um, So if it's a time when we know it's not going to be able to be controlled, then he usually has to stay with a caregiver. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're super proud of? I would just say to be able to manage it all. Like, my husband works out of state two weeks at a time, so he's gone, um, and I'm home alone with three boys and trying to make sure everybody's need is met, which, you know, every mom, I guess, does in a sense, but then I'm strong in that, that I always tell my husband that he should be thankful he doesn't have an emotional wife. Uh, What is something that someone's done for you recently that helped? I think just the reach outs from friends that are just the acknowledgement of, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Um, Just to know that they see you, you know, because it is definitely an isolated world. What would you tell your younger self before kids? Give yourself grace. It's okay. Dear Aaron and Monica Harding, definitely um, they were some of the first people I met when our son got diagnosed, and I definitely reached out to them a lot on um, the behaviors, the therapies, the medication, um, so they were definitely mentors for me. And then of course, dear Mike and Ashley for giving our community hope. Tell me your name and the name of your kiddo. My name is Suzanne Jones, and my Syngapian is Jansen. She just turned 12. In one word, what does the Syngap conference mean to you? Community. What is the one piece of advice you would give a new Syngap family? This might not really be one piece, but I would tell a Syngap family that you are not alone, 
there is no one better to advocate for our children than us. And affecting change requires action. And so we really all need to work together to push for progress. And our actions don't all need to be the same. You know, some people are into, you know, marketing or fundraising or um, patient advocacy or community building, but so everybody can do something different, but it seems to me like we all need to come together to affect change. Tell me an aha moment you've had along your Syngap journey. I think for me, the aha moment was when my daughter finally got her diagnosis. It took until a month before her 11th birthday, and we had done 22 or more genetic tests already. And um, it was on my husband's birthday, September 13th, 2021. Finally, I had clarity and answers and my intuition that everybody was missing something was proven and my intuition that my child had something severely wrong with her was proven. There's more words to describe it than aha. I just can't come up with them. (laughs) (laughs) What is something you're still working on that's hard for you? It is hard for me sometimes to manage, I guess, sort of grief over the life lost. Um, Sometimes when I'm looking at other families or other kids and it creeps in the, the wish for the life that my daughter doesn't have and that my family doesn't have and I have to push it back out um, because we've I've tried to realign my hopes and dreams and you know but but it's hard shoulda coulda woulda sometimes and it's really tough what is your biggest challenge as a Syngap family my family's biggest challenge is that we feel isolated um, in our community just because my daughter's behavior is it's not terrible, but it is very um, unpredictable. And she also has a very strict seven o'clock bedtime. So we can't, and we don't have any caregivers right now. So we can't go out to dinner at a typical time. We can't go grab cocktails. We can't you know, go do family activities because we know she's not gonna wanna do it or what, or we don't know what she'll, how she'll behave. And so it just causes a lot of anxiety. What is something you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of? Well, I already knew I had a lot of tenacity, but I guess to add on to that, I would say I am not ashamed to ask for money in fundraising efforts because I know I can't, I don't have the funds myself to try and affect change um, when it comes to research. And so the only way for us to, you know, pay for everything the SRF is trying to do is to raise money. And I am not afraid to ask because it's my my baby girl. It can be uncomfortable, but the answer can be yes or no. What is something someone has done for you recently that helped? My husband's at home right now, enduring, working, animals, children, logistics and it's a lot and I want him here and he can't be because we don't have any, really any help his parents are helping a little bit in the afternoons but he's taken one for the team by being at home dear Mike and Ashley I want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for founding SRF it strikes me that 
Forming a foundation um, is an overwhelming challenge, at least it would be for me. And I know that there are so many logistics and financials and man hours and networking needs and just everything that you all went through to create this entity, um, I thank you for. And I am more than grateful to ride on your coattails. And when I, my daughter was diagnosed a year ago, I was asked, if I was going to start a foundation and I about cried. And so I am truly grateful to you all for taking on that challenge. And I hope you feel and see the global impact that you are making and really know that this movement you started is working. And I feel like together with community, which is what I'm feeling here at this event, that I believe the sky's the limit. So thank y'all. Okay, tell me your name and your kiddo's name. My name is Sydney and my kiddo is Emmett. In one word, what does the SYNGAP conference mean to you? Community. What is one piece of advice you would give a new SYNGAP family? I would tell new families um, that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your SYNGAP journey. I think one of the big moments for us was realizing that Emmett was or had, has medication resistant epilepsy and that it wasn't going to be an easy peasy fix to try. Not that it's easy peasy for anybody, but we weren't going to just be able to give him something and have it go away. And so there was definitely an aha to realizing this would be something that we would have to actively work through trying to help him with. What is something you're still working on that's hard for you? Epilepsy. <laughs> um, and um, we have made progress, but it's been a hard one and exhausting and frustrating to work through. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you so much for the passion and heartfelt effort that goes into not only running an enormously successful organization, but bringing so many families and parents along um, to help and to be part of it and for being an advocate for my kid just like I'm an advocate for my kid. I'm really grateful. What's your name and what's your kiddo's name? My name is Vicky Arteaga and my daughter's name is Amelia. In one word, what does it mean to be at the Syngap conference? Well, this is a dream come true. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a new Syngap family? But the first thing I always say to them is just have hope. Um, I know things are rough and difficult at some level, and in many levels. But um, at the same time, just having a community that could hold you when you need them and when you can find that understanding from the community also, it's like you feel that you are not alone anymore. Tell me an aha moment you've had in your SYNGAP journey. One of the things that I, I realized is the importance of therapy uh, in my journey. I, I thought I was strong enough to 
just deal with the situation. Um, but uh, realizing that I needed help in this journey and on all the grieving process and all the everything that uh, we were, you know, dealing with in our family, that was a big step of my acceptance too. What is something that you're working on that's still hard for you? Well, there are a few things, but one of them is just probably we tend to isolate ourselves. So I'm trying to kind of like get out of that isolation and be more social in other environments, just to think about taking my daughter to a birthday party and and doing certain activities with her are a little bit difficult, but um, I think we just have to give us opportunities to do it, probably to fail, sometimes to just be surprised, and we, we are doing it, but it still is, is a process, so we're in a good path. What's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? Behaviors, definitely is one of the top. Communication is another one. Right now, we are at a good moment uh, with her and in medication, crisis, epilepsy, and all that is controlled, but still behaviors could be one of our biggest challenges. What is something that someone has done for you recently that really helped? I've been talking to a lot of moms with other rare diseases, and that's inspiring to just listen to other people's stories. Some of them, their kids just regress or pass away. And there are other stories that kind of give you a different perspective of life. And that really is a good learning journey for all of us, even though we have different grieving process, as I said before. Uh, Just the fact that knowing other families and other journeys also gives you an inspiration of keep going and and doing the best you can do for your family and your your daughter or son with Singap. What is something you've learned about yourself that you're proud of? I am stronger than what I thought I was. Sometimes I crumble and that's okay too. Just acknowledge those feelings and respecting that feeling. Also, my husband's uh, grieving process too has been a, has, has been also my learning process to respect his process. Dear Mike, thank you for all the work that you have done for Singa Research Fund. You are also a lead, like a leader that is inspiring and is teaching me to be a leader as well in so many ways. Um, I thank you for all the things that you are doing, all the team, because it's also a team work. Hans, Pavel, Marta, all of the people are in in the poor in Singapore Research Fund, or Lauren, and every single volunteer that this is a teamwork and we are we couldn't be here if they were not, you know, supporting this. I want to thank my husband and my family for letting me fly away and, and do this. There is a lot of logistics behind the scenes to, to do any of the trips and be part of any other events. 
Um, I want to thank all the Latin American Hispanics families that are support and believe in what we are doing as an organization in order to give uh, them the voice they need and try to make this journey as less hard as it is. Um, so thank you to, to many people. I mean, we have to be thankful. Can you please tell me your name and your kiddo's name? Sure. Yes, my name is Peter Halliburton, and my son's name is Carter Halliburton. He's five years old. In one word, what does the Syngap Conference mean to you? Everything. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, I know you said one word, but am I allowed to expand on it? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, this is just, it's really hard to put into words, honestly. Um, how cool it is just to see so many families in a single room together especially looking back three years ago at the Syngap conference that we had. I think we had a dozen families maybe at that conference. And just the quality of researchers and, and you know, companies that are here and interested in Syngap and learning about Syngap, it's, it, it's just incredible. What is one piece of advice that you'd give a new Syngap family? Take time to grieve. It's heavy to get that diagnosis. And there's so much that you're gonna want to try to do, but, you know, pause for a moment and give yourself time to grieve. Tell me an aha moment you've had along your Syngap journey. You know, I think just connecting with other parents and the incredible vast amount of knowledge that they have. These parents are experts on this disease and you go to doctors and uh, the, you know, the doctors that diagnose your child, they hand you this packet. I know you know this well, and they tell you, I wish I could tell you more about, you know, this disease that your child has. And, you know, we have parents that have, have just gone out there and done so much research themselves and have lived through it and share those experiences with others. And it's just incredible to have that support. What is something you're still working on that's hard for you? Patience. I mean, it's just, it's incredibly stressful parenting a child that has this condition and it's so complex and, you know, it, it causes a lot of anxiety and, um, you know, we think we just need to all learn to be a little bit more patient and, um, you know, that, that really helps with just getting through life on a daily basis. What's your biggest challenge as a Syngap family? We have a ton of challenges as a Syngap family. Our biggest challenge for us in particular is, is probably the epilepsy. My son's seizures are, are on the more severe side. And we basically have to be within arm's reach of him at all waking hours of the day. Uh, he's having a dozen to two dozen drop seizures per day. And so someone just has to always always be there and it's difficult because we have a three-year-old daughter as well and you know I work and just to have somebody always be present it's extremely difficult what is something that you've discovered about yourself that you're proud of I think how I've been able to balance everything in life between having a career and 
having a family and having a child with very complex needs and then also all of the volunteerism work that I do with Syngap Research Fund. It's, it's a lot that's on my plate and it's a lot to juggle. And the fact that we're still, you know, successful, we've been, we've been able to be successful and, and I feel like we're doing a good job raising our kids and you know, life is extremely challenging. And the fact that, <laughs> that we're still, you know, waking up every morning and pushing through every day is I think a, a, a big accomplishment in and of itself. What is something that someone has done for you recently that helped? Anybody offering to give us time um, and, and help watch the kids so that we can do something for ourselves, for both my wife and myself, that's the biggest gift that they can give us. Is um, we're, It's a 24-hour job. We are just around the clock, hyper-focused on Syngap and taking care of our, our child plus our other child as well. And... You know, we don't give ourselves enough time. And so if somebody can help us out and relieve us of those parental duties so that we can spend some time focusing on ourselves, and whether it be exercising or, or going for a walk or, um, you know, running errands that we just typically wouldn't be able to run without all of the additional stresses in our life is a, is a really big gift. What's something you would tell your younger self? life's not gonna be easy <laughs> that's what I would tell myself is you know um, I think we have this picture for life of you know what we think it's gonna look like and it doesn't always look that way it doesn't always end up that way and there's still so many you know beautiful things that I recognize in my life on you know even with all of the challenges that we face um, but I just think I had this life, this vision in my head that was probably, you know, unrealistic. Um, but it's, it's probably what's somewhat normal for most people. And that's not going to be the journey that we go on. Dear Mike and Ashley, I am so grateful to you for the foundation that you two have put together. It's just incredible what you have enabled Syngap families to do. You've given us a vehicle to help accelerate therapies for our kids. And it's just, I don't know where we would be as a community without what you guys went out and started. And I think that we, I'm very confident that we are going to find a therapy and, and gr greatly improve the prognosis and quality of life for our children. And it would have taken so much longer had Syngap Research Fund not existed. And so we are just incredibly grateful to the two of you. Dear Mike and Ashley, thank you for sharing your Syngap family with me at this conference. A mighty community indeed. And they're stuck with me, so. <laughs> the sacrifices that you make are many and you do it with humbleness and absolute integrity. Thank you for being awesome inside and out. Our entire world is lucky to have your leadership manning that lighthouse that you both created. It beams bright, lights the way, and it's a beacon for us all. Love, Effie Parks. Thank you all so much. We had an incredible conference. 
for the Syngap One community. We'll see you next year. Love, hope, and cure Syngap One. 